Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smeon, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. This is episode 12, and today we're talking about seeking things above. Have you ever learned something that transformed your life? Well, today we're going to embark on a series of messages from Colossians chapter 3. The passages we're going to consider for the next few weeks changed my life. God taught me some of these truths very early in my walk, and they became the bedrock or the foundation that has kept me from stumbling many times over the last 35 years. These are incredibly relevant and powerful truths for believers of every age and maturity level. Today, we're going to look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, which says this, Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on the things on the earth. Paul tells the church at Colossae to keep seeking things above. Things above refers to God, the things of God, and His kingdom. Another way of saying this is that we should be more concerned with our relationship with God and heavenly things than anything else. Jesus told us the greatest commandment is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our strength. We need to be seeking God and the things of God more than the things of this world. One more passage real quick. This is Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 through 34. Do not worry then, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That is the NASB. And it makes it clear that we need to seek things above. If we put God first and seek him, we'll find him, and he will supply the other things that we need. Do we really believe this? Let me be clear. I'm not talking about a five-minute prayer or attending church on the holidays. I'm talking about an ongoing lifestyle of seeking God and the things of the kingdom of God. King David's example was to meditate on the law of God day and night. Seeking is a matter of personal priority. This must be the highest priority in our lives, and it must come from a deep inner conviction and determination. It can't come from an external source, and it cannot be a passing hobby. Let me explain it another way. 
if we're seeking God because someone is pressuring us, resentment will develop. Maybe it's a spouse who is pressuring us to seek the Lord. Maybe it's a parent, a sibling, or a friend. These people can encourage and share and set an example, but they cannot be our motivation. If we want to find the Lord, we must seek Him with our whole heart. Seeking should not be confused with looking. Looking is a tourist activity or something we do when we're driving down the road. Looking at the scenery or the sights doesn't require much effort. Seeking requires effort and investment. Seeking requires that we set things aside, even important things, and search as if our life depends on it. The woman with the issue of blood risked disgrace and shame to seek and touch Jesus. The blind man called out and was ridiculed by the disciples. The lepers were the lowest of the low, and they risked everything to seek Jesus. How much effort have we invested? Seeking should not be confused with looking. Jesus invited many to follow him or come and learn from him, but not all were willing to set aside the things of the world long enough to seek him. Some would not leave their families, jobs, or relationships, and some would not give up their wealth. They placed earthly things first, and they missed out. Some, on the other hand, gave up everything. Peter and Andrew walked away from their boats, their livelihood, their families. They, they just sacrificed everything to follow him, and it paid off. Not honestly and wholeheartedly seeking the Lord leaves us vulnerable. The world around us and the demonic kingdom are constantly testing us and looking for our weaknesses. They will take advantage of any vulnerability. Just think about this. Jesus was tempted by the devil 40 days, but the scripture says the devil left him for a more opportune time. When was that? There were opportune times when the devil tempted Jesus. It wasn't just that 40 days. And like him, we can be assured that the devil is going to tempt us, that the things of this world is going to tempt us. Let me give you a few examples of how temptation plays out when a believer is not seeking as their top priority. The young lady explains that she's a believer and was once on fire for God, but now she's trapped in a relationship with a person who has no interest in the things of God, or she's in a relationship that's abusive, or in a relationship that has caused her to compromise and do things she's ashamed of. Over the years, I've heard this story from young and old. I've heard it from men and women, and from both people's perspectives. Most of the time, they both feel deceived and cheated. They both feel trapped, and many times they're angry. The anger can be at themselves, at the other person, or even at God. Is that you? There's hope today. Turn to Jesus and seek Him first. Here's another example. 
It started as something fun or as a way to escape from the pain. My friends said it was cool and they pressured me until I gave in. Now the addiction is out of control. It has consumed my life and destroyed every good thing in my life. There is hope, my friend. Okay, one last example. I was involved with church, but I was hurt or disillusioned. Christians are hypocrites. Christians are judgmental. Christians are fake. The Bible is not relevant to our culture. I have heard these statements from believers and non-believers, many of whom stopped or never really started seeking the Lord, and this opened them up to deception, hurt, and they were simply drawn away by the things of the world, the pleasures of the world. See, not honestly and wholeheartedly seeking the Lord leaves us vulnerable. Please hear me for a moment. We live in a foreign land, and we face challenges, deceptions, temptations, and cunning enemies. Honestly seeking God and the things of of God protects us and keeps us focused on the right things. Jesus overcame every temptation that the world and Satan threw at him because he was focused on the things of God. He was focused on the things that his father wanted him to do. Seeking helps us to fight pride and stay humble. Seeking is an ongoing activity that rewards us with wisdom and maturity. Seeking God and keeping our eyes on the things above protects our relationships. Seeking God helps us find our true meaning and purpose in life. If we're not seeking God, then we're not experiencing the fullness. We're not experiencing the best that he has for our lives. Here's the good news, my friends. If you're not seeking the Lord with your whole heart right now, today is the day to change that. We can turn our eyes from the things of this world to things above. We can set our focus on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. We can pursue him with diligence and he will transform our lives. He will guard us. He will protect us. He'll protect our minds. He'll give us peace. He'll give us joy if we put him first and honor him with that top priority. Let me pray for you today. Father, I just pray that you would bless my friends, that you would touch their lives, that you would put in them a longing and a desire to seek you above all else. Father, I pray that you would draw them close. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just move in their lives to show them how much you love them and desire to have a deep, intimate relationship with them. I ask that you would bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, God bless everyone, and I'll catch you again next week.